0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. It is Saturday, April the 17th, 2021, and I am really excited to join you today on what I think is going to be a very profitable day for us at DFS Coach Talk, uh, both in baseball and in the NBA, and that's what I'm here to talk to you about uh, this morning. It is There is a one-game slate that we are going to cover, uh, the early game, Utah and the Lakers. That's a 4.30 p.m. uh, game. Uh, Some of our members had been talking about uh, wanting to play a solo game. So here we go. We got one this afternoon. And then tonight uh, is a five-game NBA main slate uh, with the first game not until 8 p.m. Eastern, which is unusual, but we'll take the extra time. And then uh, the last game, the late night sweat game is at 10 Eastern and that's San Antonio and Phoenix. Uh, So really nice schedule today. Also, I hope you're following our uh, MLB pros. Uh, That's uh, Josh Davis and Tyler Pitzer. You can check them out at DFS Coach Talk on Twitter. Uh, We're all on there uh, together and we'll be posting a, a lot of information. You know, for the day, whether it's weather for baseball or, uh, you know, always having people in basketball that are counted out here and uh, are questionable and all kinds of player movement. But uh, we love it. I mean, that's what gives us the edge. We're watching this 24 7. And uh, if you're a member with us at DFS Coach Talk, uh, you get the benefit of not having to follow every single piece of news. Uh, regarding injuries, COVID protocols, etc. So, uh, you know, definitely join us. Uh, You can go to at uh, DFS Coach Talk on Twitter, or you can go to our website, DFSCoachTalk.com. We have as little as a three-day membership for $10. Good trial period for you to check out uh, what we have to offer. So we'd love to have you. uh, Really appreciate uh, those that are listening to us every day, our, our listenership continues to grow and, and we thank you. The only thing we ask you uh, when you listening to these pods, especially if you're listening on YouTube, if you can take a second, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to our channel. And then up in the uh, top corner there, there is an alert uh, button that'll let you know when our podcast posts. And we are posting seven days a week in the NBA. We also have uh, PGA podcasts and coming up uh soon within the next month we're going to be adding uh major league baseball uh pods in there as well so fun times we're growing having uh really appreciate our new members we've had a a huge influx in the last uh week or two and uh a lot of it has to do because we're red hot here specifically uh my partner in crime mr uh andrew hansen uh he has just been uh absolutely on fire, uh, only had about 120 K victory last week with a 50 K takedown, et cetera. Um, and really our, our entire team here, our pros have been hot. You know, we're when you, when you can say your, your pros, uh, at coach talk are about 130 K plus ahead in the last seven days. Uh, that definitely gets people's attention, and that's that's pretty much where we're at. So, uh, we'd love to have you join us. And uh, you know, uh, if you have any questions at all, you can always uh, send us uh, send us those via email. We're uh, dfscoachtalk at gmail dot com, or just uh, shoot us a tweet uh, at dfscoachtalk. All right. Let's talk about uh, the games. Well, before we do that, I, I need to make I want to make a couple of comments about yesterday in the NBA. It was one of those really odd nights where a couple of pivots made a big difference. The cash lines were super high. Um, I had a, a really solid night on DraftKings uh, following our clipboard and and uh, a couple of pivots. So I was real pleased there, but on on FanDuel, I just got Eviscerated is the word, or obliterated, whatever you want to call it. So I apologize to the members for that performance last night. I just got a couple of guys wrong and uh, ended up not sticking to my guns with some guys that I had brought up on the podcast. um i was I've been a big Daniel Gafford fan from, you know when he first came into the league from Ohio State uh, when he was with the Bulls initially. And I was very high on him uh, yesterday at his price, but didn't end up having, uh, you know, didn't pull the trigger because I wanted to go with the the double crunch power forwards and, and, and try to, you know, sweep the board there with uh, Julius and uh, who was the other, and Zion. So we know how the Zion thing turned out. But anyway, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes those things happen. You know, we really... Emphasize the coach talk process here, and we're going to have a meeting this afternoon. So if you jump in, if you hear this this morning you want to get in, uh, just we'll pop you right in Discord right away. And at, at noon Eastern, we're going to have our, a week a weekly community meeting. Uh, we have it every Saturday at noon Eastern, and we we Q and A, and mainly we talk about uh, what we think is the most important thing in this industry that a lot of people just dive right into the games, it's only about the games, it's only about the numbers. We feel before you even step to that, it really is about bankroll management and it's about contest selection. And if you get those two things right and do them consistently, there is no question. I mean, I have been able to have sustainable uh, growth in, in my bankroll doing this for six years by following this process. And a lot of it is playing a decent amount of cash games, not taking the wild shots, you know, where you're know, one point zero 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 one chance to cash, you know, and, and being really deliberate about it. And we'll talk about that in our meeting today and and uh, would love to share uh, our thoughts on that as a group, because we found that to be a big differentiator for us in this industry. OK, I promise I'll get off my soapbox. Saturdays when I'm alone on here and Andrew can't force me to keep moving on, moving on. <laughs> I I uh, tend to uh, chat a bit, but all right, we have a single game that's very exciting because there's so much news. It is a 4:30 Eastern. We're going to play it as a single game, so we got the captain and the whole nine yards. Utah's minus four. The over/unders 214. And here's the news. We all know Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, really bad injury. He's going to be out for an undetermined amount of time, which really sucks for the Jazz. Uh, They were rolling so well. Um, Conley and Favors remain questionable. I believe Conley will probably play though. Uh, So, you know, we need to keep an eye on that here this afternoon. And then you've got all kinds of people on the report for the Lakers. And it Believe it or not, it doesn't have uh, AD or LeBron on there. They're usually the ones we talk about every day until they both got hurt. But AD did get the clear, and he's going to be back here uh, playing very soon and ramping up minutes, so he's not going to be, I don't think, playable for a while, but it'll be good for the Lakers to get him back. And then once he's in full gear, if LeBron's still out, he's going to be a, a very key player on a lot of these slates. Uh, But for today, right now, we've got Kuzma probable, Drummond probable, good luck figuring him out, Schroeder probable, who we all know uh, a couple days back when he was in, he was out, he was in, he was out, it was nuts. But uh, he's probable today. Uh, Gasol is questionable, um, Matthew's probable, and Marcus Morris Sr. is questionable. So a lot of moving parts there with the Lakers that... uh, you know, we're going to have to consider. So let's take a look at this and see, you know, where, where are the key plays? What's going to make the difference today? Um, you know, in a, in a single game like this, you know, it's all about, you know, not making a mistake. So that's the key. Where do you spend up to? Uh, you know, the million-dollar question is where does all the usage go to from Mitchell? And, you know, it's an interesting statistically where that goes. But if Conley plays, some of it goes to him. Joe Ingles, obviously, you know, with a starting role to take his place, uh, a big jump. Also, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, whichever, uh, however you say the Bogdan Bogdan, one's one way and one's the other. But Bogdanovich also gets an increase in shot attempts and usage. Um, O'Neal remains about the same, Gobert about the same. So in, in really disseminating that, uh, it's Conley, Ingles, Bogdanovich, and Clarkson. So you've got four guys. It's not like one guy just immediately dives up. Uh, what you will see, though, is Ingles is a good play just because, you know, when he's playing starters minutes and getting minutes in the 30s, Uh, he's, he's hitting value almost every time. So I think he's a solid play. If Conley has no restrictions, I think he's a terrific play. Um, you know, not, I don't believe I'm going to go any further than that. Uh, I think those will be the two key plays for me on the Utah side. Um, a lot of people are going to play Gobert. Uh, he could be a good play here, but I'm not sure I want to use the spend up, uh, right there. Now with, all these guys out for L.A., you're going to have salary. So even though it's a single game, it's, it's not going to be a monster sweat uh, to put your guys together and, and uh, you know, have to skim on the cost. Um, I think, you know, again, if Conley's in, uh, I, I'm not going to go Schroeder because I, I like Conley's defense, even at this late stage of his career. But if he's out and he, and he gets to you know face Clarkson uh, more so, then Schroeder becomes in play for me. Um, I don't trust Kyle Kuzma. He'll get a, a ton of ownership here. Um, if Morris is in, I like Morris, but he's on the questionable side. Um, you know, Drummond is going to split minutes with Harrell. Uh, he's consistent and solid when he's in there. He gets a lot of rebounds and putbacks. And if he's going to get 25 plus minutes, uh, I think he can be right there, uh, not too far behind Rudy. So, you know, it's something to look at from a salary standpoint um, also. Um, So really, you know, the Lakers side is a little thin. Um, I think that, you know, we need to see what this final news is before we can make some of these uh, determinations. But the guys that I'm initially uh, looking at, are possibly uh, um Morris if he's in, and possibly Drummond. And on the Utah side, my focus right now, again, you know, if we get the news that Conley's in, um, you know, the I, I like Conley and Ingalls on that side. Bogdanovich possibly, um, but don't believe I'm going to pay up for Gobert uh, in this matchup. Hopefully, that's the differentiating piece that they can hold him uh, in check. So that is it for that early single game. Um, you know, single game slates, even two-game slates, aren't my favorite. I like the big slates. But, you know, we've had some really good success when we do these this early game, single game, throughout uh, the season so far. And also when we do the after-hours slates with two games, uh, we seem to be smashing those. So even though I like the big slates, I think, you know, we have as good of a, Potential uh, to do well on the small ones, also. All right, let's dive into this five-game main slate. It is the uh, it's a really interesting uh, slate. Starts at eight o'clock. It the first game is uh, the Detroit Pistons and the Washington Wizards. Detroit is seventeen and thirty-nine. The Wizards are twenty-two and thirty-three. We have uh, the Wizards and Pistons on the second night of a back-to-back. So that is going to be very interesting. Detroit sat a lot of people that will be back in this game. Uh, Washington did play a lot of their regulars quite a few minutes. So how that will affect this game, you know, we have to to determine here. Detroit is a three and a half point favorite, which uh, I thought was very surprising. I guess it's because uh, the majority of their guys are back. Um, Washington being a dog here, even though uh, they've, uh, now tied for the 10th position, uh, it's very, uh, interesting here to see, uh, you know, how they'll bounce back. And, and according to this line, it almost makes you feel like one of the key guys will sit, but we have not gotten that news. So this is one to stay glued to that really could affect the slate massively. If either Westbrook or Beal sit now, Beal's coming back from injury, he looked good. The last few games but he did play big minutes. Westbrook has not sat a back-to-back in quite some time now uh, after he sat all of them at the beginning of the season. So we're, we're going to be zoned in on watching uh, who's in, who's out in this game for sure. Uh, right now, the as far as pace goes, Detroit is pretty slow, 22nd. Uh, definitely uh, work the ball to Grant, uh, get the ball to either Plumlee inside or Isaiah Stewart. So, you know, a little bit slower, but monster pace up for Detroit, with Washington being the fastest pace in the league. Uh, The other good point here is neither team is super adept defensively. Detroit slightly below average at 16th, Washington's still down there at 24. So, we should get a a lot of up and down, a lot of scoring, you know, solid game for DFS standards. For the Detroit side right now, we have Kojo is uh, probable. So, you know, he could play a very important role uh, with a backcourt that was very thin last night. Uh, He did not play uh, yesterday. And then um, Diallo, Magruder, and Dennis Smith Jr. all remain questionable and were all out yesterday. So when putting this together, I'm considering them, unless I hear different, to be out again. Um, on the Washington side, it's strictly Bertons. He's questionable, which does affect uh, their rotation at the small and power forward for sure. Um, my initial feel, you know, I like this game for without question. I think that, uh, you know, Russ is my favorite play. He's super uh, expensive, which I understand. But, you know, on a five-game slate especially, it's not, you know, like you're going to have five or six superstars like we've had on some of these 10 and 11, 12 game slate. So Westbrook to me is just, I mean, he, he was right around almost 70 fantasy points last night. The guy's motor is just out of this world. Uh, and he goes against a, a defensive backcourt from Detroit that is definitely lacking. So Westbrook highly in play for me. Uh, I'm not going to go Beal just because, I think there's a possibility he sits. I don't know if they push his minutes uh, after coming back from that hip contusion that really bothered him for a couple of games. I don't know if uh, it's worth them pushing that over the top. So I'm going to steer clear there a little bit. Um, Rui, I was on for a while, but he's been a little slumped. He's playing the minutes, but he's not doing a whole hell of a lot with it. So a little down on Rui. Um, you know, the big question here for me is what are they gonna do with Gafford? Um, you know, Gafford was a guy who was on like crazy. If you listened to the pod yesterday, uh really talked about him having the potential to break a slate, but I, I didn't end up rostering him on FanDuel. I did on DraftKings, but I didn't because again, I wanted to, you know, uh get some of the big wigs at the big spots, plus you know, with with Lopez and Len still listed on the depth chart above him and Len starting, it was a little bit of a concern. But it was more evident than ever, and I know that a lot of people are going to go to Gafford now, but he's so much better than Len and, and Lopez combined that it's not even funny. So they're trying to make the playoffs. I think Gafford gets the majority of minutes at center. Um, you know, and uh, if Plumlee's in, which he's expected to be, He's a decent defender, but Gafford is quicker, a quicker jumper. He tips the ball in. He gets blocks. Uh, So Gafford is is in play for me, and it's not a points chase. Uh, You know, I think a lot of people are going to think it was more fluky. Uh, I think he still gets more minutes at center than the other two guys and uh, uh, hoping that, uh, that he's able to repeat the performance that he had last night. So he's in play for me. And on the Detroit side, uh, you know, Jeremy Grant's back and rested. And this obviously you can't get a better pace up game for Detroit. And, you know, there are times where Grant has absolutely stung me right in the backside. But I just this game seems like a really good game for him based on pace. Who's going to be guarding him? It'll either be Hashimura, Advia, you know, whoever uh, comes off the bench there. It would be even greater if Bertans played because he's such a bad defender. But um I I think Grant's a really good uh play here. And his his price isn't ridiculous. It's it's uh you know mid-level in my opinion. So, you know, I think he's a, a good a good look. Um Kojo also in play for me. If he if he's playing with no limits restrictions, uh since he had come over in that trade for sac from Sacramento, he's Played minutes in the 30s and been very effective. So definitely going to look at him as a a, a possible value play if we get the all clear uh, button uh, on him. So an important game. Need some news. I can see some Westbrook for sure. Some Gafford. Definitely uh, Grant. And hopefully, uh, you know, maybe get another uh, value play in there like a Kojo. All right. Game two. It's also at 8 Eastern. It is the Cleveland Cavaliers at the Chicago Bulls. The Cavs are 20 and 35. Chicago is 22 and 33. Uh, it is an island game for Cleveland, uh, but it is the second night of a back to back for Chicago. And they played last night and they'll play tonight without Levine, who's their starter. Um, yesterday, I dialed up Kobe White. I assumed he would be the guy to start. And take a lot of the usage from uh, Levine, which it shows when uh, he's Levine's off the court and Kobe's out there, uh, he crushes it, and he did really well last night, and I expect him to do really well again tonight. Now, is he completely healthy? We need to make sure he's not on the list uh, as injured. So I'm affecting uh, expecting full run from Kobe. It's against a poor Cleveland defensive backcourt. And uh, I think he runs the show. I'm excited uh, to get him in my lineup tonight. He's he's definitely one of my favorites at his price tag. Um, I think also in this game on the other side of the ball, uh, I think Colin Sexton, he's expensive. But, you know, he's, he's is a definite guy that you can go after. And the thing is, this is only a two-point spread. But the problem is it's, it's 213, which is... By far, I mean it's not even close. It's the lowest game by a mile in the over/under. So, you know, to have too much exposure here would definitely be dangerous. Uh, you've got the 24th pace team in Cleveland, 11th with Chicago. But the thing that makes me want to have some exposure here, one or two guys, uh, Cleveland's 19th, Chicago's 22nd on defense. So they're not world beaters on defense and you know if they play with any pace um then you know there's the possibility that that there could be a gem in this game because a lot of people are going to pass when they see this 20 some points lower on the total uh, a lot of teams are going to pa- guys are going to pass this game and gals um on the Cleveland side by the way Dotson and Windler are out uh Levine, as we said, was out. Sadoransky remains questionable. Uh, He was listed as questionable yesterday uh, as well. So, uh, again, you know, not to spend too much time on probably the worst DFS game on the slate tonight. Uh, I do have interest in White. I am a little interested in Sexton. Um, Love really disappointed me the last time as price tag tempts you. But, you know, playing alongside of Allen and having some of those guys off the bench now and Wade and and, uh, different people. So not going to go there. Don't think there's a need to to press it. If I have salary, I'll look at Sexton. If not, this will be just a Kobe White game and and moving on down the road. All right. Game three. It is at 8.30 p.m. It's the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. Golden State is 28 and 28. Boston is 30 and 26. Boston's a five point favorite. It's a reasonable over under at 228.5. Uh, we have Golden State, the second fastest paced team in the league. Definitely gets you interest there. Uh, Boston, 21st, so they will try to control pace a bit. Uh, defensively, a little concerning. Golden State remains in the top 10 at 9th. And Boston has moved all the way up to 13th. So, you know, is this a key game on the slate? I, you know, I'm, I don't believe it is. I think you're going to get a decent amount of ownership here, but I'm a little hesitant. Um, As far as the injuries, Oubre is questionable, which is important news for Golden State. We need to know that. Eric Pascal is out. And then for Boston, we have two guys out. Uh, that are starters. And that's Robert Williams and Evan Fournier. So, uh, you know, that with with those guys out, it definitely pumps up uh, the shots for the key guys for Boston and, and puts uh, Tristan Thompson on the map as well. Um, so let's take a look. By the way, uh, you know, long term, uh, the rookies out also for uh, the center for Golden State. So the the it's been a bit of, of center by committee uh, for Golden State. Looney's starting. Uh, you know, you get Green playing there. There's a few rotation, but nobody worth playing in DFS. Uh, I'm not going to go Curry. I know he's the hottest man on the planet, but I, I think he gets Marcus Smart defense. And uh, I think that, you know, at his price tag... And the down pace for Golden State, I'm, I'm not going to spend all the bucks there. Um, you know, Draymond will be on the court a lot. He gets to, to probably check Tatum uh, and vice versa. So, you know, that gives, gives me a little pause there. Um, that Really, the only guys that I like from this game I'm considering are Kemba and Marcus Smart. Uh, not sure which way I want to go there. Uh, yet but they're both it is an island game. So Kemba should be fine to play full minutes um, Curry and Wiggins don't scare me defensively uh, So I think Walker and smarter in play, you know, you can always go Jalen Brown and I'm in I'm interested in him He smashed smashed it for me the last game, but if Ubra's is in uh, He's so rangy. I, th- I think he'll bother uh, Jalen a little bit. So I need that news if not uh, you know, the Toscano Andersons and everybody they'll bring in, they'll have to shuffle around their defense. And I don't think they have a really good matchup uh, for Brown. So uh, Brown is in play. One of those three, Walker, Smart, or Brown, are going to be in there and possibly two of them. So uh, that's all I like from this game. It's it's rather uh, cut and dry for me. I just don't like the position for Golden State here, having to play at Boston, uh, you know, it's super paced down. Boston defense is improving. Uh, it just doesn't seem like a good uh, pairing for me. You know, Draymond's going to be out there a lot, so you can always consider him. His price has come up, but, uh, you know, uh, that's, that's the only spot I'd probably even uh, take a gander at. Um, all right, we've got two games left. Uh, real quickly, before we go into those, uh, we'd love to have you as a member at DFS Coach Talk. We have had uh, just a huge influx of new members uh, over the last couple of weeks, and uh, we really appreciate everybody coming in. Uh, they're fantastic. They're downloading the Coach Talk badge and representing out there, you know, on DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. So, really excited about that. Love to have you join our uh, community. Um, just a quick. Shout out to some of our new folks, uh, fairly new folks, and brand new folks. Uh, Slay Demel, Danelle, uh, are you kidding me? Manda Hamadra. Okay, whatever. I uh, love you though. Uh, Ross MTTD21, uh, himself, Ken Jr., Booby J. I like Booby J. King of the North, which I love because the the battle picture of, of uh, Game of Thrones goes up at all of our locks for me. Christian one nine 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 nine, And then we've got Stack77, Carlos, De Prince, Mel, Dirt Racer, J19, Tyree Bo 7 It's Mikey Baby. He's been here a while. And Big Phil, can't forget Big Phil 209. And not Taba. I see him too. All right. So we got a lot of new people. Want to give a few shout outs, uh, join that group and uh, jump in our meeting today at noon eastern. Uh, if you want to join, again go to dfscoachtalk.com, you can sign up. We have multiple options for memberships there. Uh, you also can t- still take advantage of our betus.com.pa relationship. If you if you are a first-time depositor with BetUS, and they have great lines, phenomenal lines. Um you want to sign up with them, first deposit 149 let us know, tweet us, let us know that you've signed up with Coach Ta- or with, uh, I'm sorry, with uh, BetUS, and then we'll confirm that, and you get a free membership with us until June 1st, so you got another month and a half completely free, and the 149 you put in BetUS, you use there uh, for your wagering, so it, it really is a terrific offer, and one that's uh, only going to be available here another couple of weeks so take advantage of that um if you have any questions let us know you know shoot us the information we have uh great promos with a lot of our new sponsors uh monkey knife fight is is one of the our bigger ones we're going to be announcing that uh this week as far as the special promo we have but right on our website if you go to dfscoachtalk.com we have relationships sponsorships promo codes for uh, all of the big boys out there, you know, everything from jock market to super draft on down the line. So uh, even if you're not a member at Coach Talk and you want to utilize one of our promo codes, just go to our our website and you'll, there's a page there that has all our sponsors with the promo codes on there and you're welcome to use those. And for members, we also have a couple of additional uh, even better promo code. So uh, we hope uh, you'll come aboard. All right, last two. Nine o'clock Eastern. Memphis Grizzlies at 28 and 26 against the Milwaukee Bucks at 35 and 20. Uh, this is a second night of a back-to-back for Memphis. And Coach Jenkins does get a little herky-jerky on these back-to-backs with not overplaying guys like Jaw and Val. So a little concern there but it is against the Bucks, And it's interesting, you know, Giannis played that first game, but just sort of limited, didn't do a whole lot. You know, the question is, is he back a full tilt here? And, you know, is it worth the risk of spending way up for him? That'll be the million dollar question here. Um, here's the, the interesting part about this game. It's an obliterating 236 and a half. So, you know, to have... Exposure here is pretty much uh, a must, in in my opinion. Milwaukee's favored by eight, uh, but here's the thing. You've got two opposite sides of the coin. Great pace, the best pace game on the slate, and that's why it's so high. Memphis seventh, Milwaukee fourth. So they're going to get up and down, extra possessions, extra opportunity for DFS points. But Memphis is eighth and Milwaukee seventh on defense. So it's, you know, it's not just a walk in the park here where, you know, it's the Olay defense like we get from Sacramento and some of these teams. You score so we can score quicker. Um, there's going to be some defense here. And if this game stays close, uh, being an only an eight-game spread, you know, is, what is going to weigh out? Is it going to be the pace that wins out or is it going to be the defense? Obviously, Vegas thinks it's the pace. And you know, I have a, a bit of a tendency to agree with them here. Um, as far as injuries go, you've got three guys from Memphis that are in their rotation that are questionable. Uh, Clark, Melton, and Winslow. So we need the news on them. Winslow's been out a bit, so is Melton. I think Clark, uh, you know, is, is sketchy on and off with a, a missed game here and there. Uh, he may be back. Uh, maybe they were just sitting him on the front night of a double header. So, Let's follow the news there. The only big news for Milwaukee is Dante DiVincenzo is out. So that does open up probably a start for Bryn Forbes uh, and, you know, some opportunity for a little bit higher usage for the guys that have the highest usage anyway in Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis. Um, So, you know, if we look at this, this game in the perspective of you know, what kind of exposure do we want here? How much of our salary do we want to spend? The good thing about Memphis is they're not overly expensive. So you can find a spot for Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks at bargain pricing. Grayson Allen's had some good games recently, over 20 real points. So, you know, he's worth at least a look. You know, if Jaws is going to get full minutes, it's tempting. but between the the two pieces of of it's a back to back that usually don't push jaw and he gets drew holiday defense. I'm, I'm not going to punch the ticket uh, for jaw today. Um, Joe Val is a nice play. Uh, always a little foul trouble risk. He's been really terrific, but with Giannis protecting the ring, the rim, definitely a little bit of concern there. I mean, if, if you have the salary, it's not certainly a bad play. And on sites like DraftKings and Yahoo, where you can use two centers, uh, he's certainly into consideration for me. Uh, on the Milwaukee side, you know, I was one of the people that that just I figured if if they're play, if Coach Bud's playing Giannis, he's 100% good to go, and did not read about any limitations. Played him that last game, somewhat limited. I think he had maybe 30 fantasy points somewhere in there. Wasn't anything to write home about at all. Very disappointing, actually. Uh, you know, is that going to happen again here, or is he going to be let let loose? Um, you know, that's that's the million dollar question. And you know, as you notice, I have not uh, paid up for anybody really, other than Westbrook to this point, which is a huge payup. Uh, you know, with Westbrook and Giannis being the two most expensive, uh, you know, that gets a little bit squirrely. So as of right now, you know, I, I'm not counting Giannis out as far as I, you know, I'm rostering him, but he's not in my initial player pool. I'd rather go with the, 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 uh, with Drew Holiday here. Cause I think he, he gets to take advantage of just average defense in their backcourt. I think he, you know, has been playing a terrific level. I, l- I really love his game. Not going to go Middleton. I think he's going to get Dylan Brooks. Uh, dogged defense. So you know, really, some value on the Memphis side. A couple of their guys between Brooks Anderson, Valachunas. Um, you know, uh, definitely would like to get some value there. And then the key guy on the Milwaukee side, uh, probably Holiday for me. But Giannis is not out of the picture. If if a little bit more value opens up uh, with the news this afternoon. And I have the potential to have the one-two punch of Westbrook and Giannis. It's pretty hard to beat. So uh, as of right now, there's not enough news for me to do that. But stay in touch. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Joe Sarvati. Uh, Andrew is at Language Olympic. Uh, and uh, you can follow us on there uh, to see where we go. So, yes, the, the uh, highest game total, uh, probably the highest owned game on the slate. I will have exposure, but it's not going to be one of those, you know, stack this game 2v2, you know, that you got to have at least half your squad here. I think you can still diversify with some of the other good plays from other games. So, you know, I've been going stars and scrubs a lot because with all the crazy people sitting, you're almost forced to because you get so much incredible value. But a little bit smaller slate, not as much value allows a little bit more of a medium build, which I've had more success with over the years uh, when I'm able to medium build as opposed to uh, Stars and Scrubs. So we're going to try that today. All right, last game on the slate. It is a 10 10 o'clock Eastern game, and it is a late-night sweat game. Got the Spurs on the second night of a back-to-back. Let me repeat that. You have Doc with his wonderful – or Pop, not Doc – Pop with his uh, wonderful coaching style with the Spurs on the second night of a back-to-back, playing against a great defensive team at Phoenix. So God only knows what he's going to do. I mean, you talk about fear of playing guys, uh, definitely in this one. So, And Phoenix is on an island game and at home. So good luck for the Spurs. It is Phoenix minus 10. So Vegas smells that as well. 227.5 227 and a half the over-under. Um, you know, here's the other concern in this game, especially, you know, if you're looking at at one-offs for San Antonio, uh, they're 18th in pace, Phoenix 25th. So much more of a grinded-out defensive half-court game. Uh, defensively, Spurs are 14th, so solid. Phoenix 5th. So definitely, you know, this could be a, a bust game as far as, you know, the score being very high and, and a lot of DFS points being available. I, I will say both teams have most of their bullets in the gun, though. Uh, Lyles is probable for San Antonio. Nader remains out for Phoenix. But all the, you know, all the big dogs are here. You know, if, uh, Murray, DeRozan, Pirtle, and then, of course, Paul, Booker, eight on the other side. You know, all playable entities here. The question is, you know, how much faith do you have in this game, uh, having enough action and score uh, to, to get to that number? Um, you know, DeJounte Murray, Chris Paul respect both of their defense immensely. So I'm not looking at either guy there. Um, you know, DeMar DeRozan gets Mikhail Bridges defense. Mikhail Bridges is underrated. That that guy can defend. Um, so little concern there and back to back for DeRozan. Um, You know, so where do you look to on the Spurs? I'm probably not going anywhere. I don't trust pop on, you know, these back-to-backs anyway. I would like to have some exposure on the Phoenix side. I, you know, if I can afford Booker, I want to go up to Booker. And obviously that Giannis decision is going to have a lot to do whether I'm able to get book in there, but he's on my radar. I think he's a really good play tonight. Um Also, couple of cheaper guys that you can consider, uh, three of them actually that get good minutes and can be super important Is if no other value opens up, and that's Mikhail Bridges, Jay Crowder, and Cameron Payne. I think all three of them uh, are just completely uh, in that rotation to the point where they're going to get enough minutes to, to produce value um, and, and uh, really round out possibly uh, your your slate to allow the salary for some of the buy-ups. So uh, staying away from the Spurs, uh, definitely want some exposure from Phoenix. Wouldn't mind rostering two of, of the four guys mentioned, Booker, Bridges, Crowder, and uh, Campaign. So that is it, my friends. We have got it in the books. We have the one early game and then the five-game main starting at 8 Eastern hope you' uh, got a lot out of this. Uh, this should allow you to at least uh, reserve your spots, get a decent skeleton lineup you know from this pod in there, and then follow the news throughout uh, the day to, to get those uh, lineups uh, solidified. So definitely hope you crush it. We'd love to see you here at DFS Coach Talk. Um, I've, we've got uh, another solo slate tomorrow, more games bigger main slate. So more up my alley, even though I think we're going to hammer it today. uh, You know, tomorrow I'm excited for as well. So really appreciate all of you tuning in. Uh, You know, shoot us some comments, questions. uh, Take a second. If you're listening to us on audio, uh, please take a second. Thumbs up. Five stars. Put a quote uh, somewhere. you, You know what you think of the show. Uh, any, you know, we're everywhere. Podcasts can be heard. So Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, you name it. Uh, we are there. So uh, take a second there. And then obviously, if you're exiting now on YouTube, a quick thumbs up, subscribe and hitting that alert button means a ton to us. So thank you again. Have a wonderful, beautiful Saturday. Let's crush this slate and just hammered in, in everything we're playing. We've got live lineups in baseball, uh, golf, and uh, obviously basketball. So uh, join us. We'd love to have you. Have a great day, and we'll see you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.